Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Holly Fry. I'm Tracy V. Wilson. Tracy, we got to talk about Todd Browning all week. We did, and for some reason... There's no commonality except for the name Todd. You're writing a thing about Todd Browning just made me think about Lord Todd Wadley (laughs) from the Joe Carstairs episode. It has nothing to do with this. No, nothing. Although I could see Todd Browning making a movie about Lord Todd Wadley if, if that timing had worked out, right? And especially if Lord Todd Wadley was was murdering people. Right. For those of you who don't recall our Joe Carstairs episodes, Joe had like a ventriloquist doll <laughs> who was essentially a best friend, sort of a mascot kind of character, mm-hmm. which is inherently some people are afraid of ventriloquist dolls. I have my own issues there. I have wanted to do Todd Browning for a long time, and he is difficult because there's some really yucky stuff in his life. There's a lot. I love his films. I mean, Dracula, obviously. Like, how many ways have I found to talk about Dracula on the show, right? Mm -hmm. We have talked about Bela Lugosi. We have talked about Bram Stoker. We have talked about bit players on it. It's just a for me, extraordinarily beautiful and cool. And I I love how complex the making of that film was in terms of 
the um, Stoker estate, et cetera. And I love how beautiful it is. I think it's such an extraordinarily beautiful film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have long loved Freaks. And I have been really pleased in recent years with how much discussion has gone on around it, including finally, you know, for a long time, there really was not much commentary on the film in film school kind of scenarios from the disability community that was easily accessible for people. I'm sure there were always people having those discussions, but in terms of like what people could look up and really like read articles about it that were written by people who had that unique point of view for it, much harder to come by. So that's been really interesting. And I think that's the beauty of it is that there's no simple answer. There's no simple takeaway, right? There are cases to be made, both that it was exploitive and that it was, you know, pretty groundbreaking in terms of representation. Mm -hmm. Kind of can sometimes fall into that bucket of meant well but had some problems. Although... You know, there were certainly performers that were in that movie that wanted to work with Browning again and had had discussions about future films they could collaborate on, even though those didn't come to fruition. Probably if it had been more successful, there would have been more. Yeah. But as we mentioned, the world was not ready for freaks. No. Well, and it, it's uh, it's a trajectory that exists for a lot of different films that are showing a group that has not historically been represented a lot in film. Right. This sort of arc going from, like, this is the first time this community was really depicted in this way in films, and then years or a generation later, people within that same community, like, sort of revisiting and saying, here's how this reflects today, and, like, here's how representation has evolved in films since then, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it is really interesting to read sort of the snippets of interviews of people that worked on that movie and their perception of Browning's relationship with the cast. Mm -hmm. And like I I mentioned that most of the crew members were like, he did not treat us well during that, but he sure was kind to them. And he did seem, I mean, based on on sort of pattern recognition of looking at a lot of those blurbs and, and interview quotes, he did seem like he wanted to spend more time with that cast and felt a little more comfortable around them than he did with the crew for whatever reason, whether that was a reminiscence about his younger years in the circus or yeah. something else. I mean, there are pictures of him on set hugging them and holding them and his wife being there. Um, and, you know, it looks very family-ish. I don't have a clear sense of how much of that was staged versus, like, just a genuine more um right you know casual capture of a a moment but it's one of those things that also because he frankly lied so much about his own feelings life and motivations that like we don't even have a clear data set to start from. yeah yeah well then it also it raises some questions for me I, it's it's really hard to tell from a photo a lot of times if you were not there to see the context in which the photo was taken, but, like, whether his treatment of the cast had, like, a degree of infantilizing them or uh, or being paternalistic or anything like that. Like, it's hard to gauge. And the trick there is that it seems like it was a very mixed bag. Right. right? There are some of those things that I mentioned of him talking about 
in the press that it was very anxiety producing for him was was because he sometimes did talk about them in ways that were infantilizing, but some members of the cast, whereas others, he clearly had much more of a, you know, a rapport that you would associate more with people who considered each other equals. Right. And everything in between, I think. That was probably only augmented by members of the cast also kind of talking crap about each other sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, there were certainly some instances where some members of the cast would give interviews and talk about how other people on the film thought they were going Hollywood and that they were going to be famous stars now. And they say that in kind of a really dismissive mm-hmm their very foolish kind of way. You see some of those tensions that are referenced there among them. But uh, yeah, in terms of how the film actually went, like I said, it seemed uh, to be a pretty smooth operation overall. Yeah. I think because they were accounting for the possibilities of unpredictability, which is very, very, uh, it's, it's interesting to me that, you know, you can budget accidents. Sort yeah, of. yeah. <laughs> um, I had not known prior to researching this about his drunk driving accident. Right. That was not delightful to read about because some of those descriptions, I was like, I don't need to read this. This is very gruesome. This is very graphic. It is enough to know that, um, you know, Elmer Booth lost his life very violently and suddenly. Uh, and it is, you know, like, as we said, Browning never, ever talked about it, ever. So we don't really have any sense of whether he did feel personal responsibility over it or not. Right. Whether he Mysteries. took any accountability for his actions there. Right. I mean, I certainly have my suspicions that, and I, I'm literally basing this on no evidence other than my own suspicion, that it's very possible that someone at the studio worked to make that story go away as quickly as possible. Right. Um, it would certainly have been in their best interest. Yeah. Oh, Todd Browning. <laughs> he was kind of a snazzy dresser at times, though, which I enjoy quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's the least problematic thing about him. Yay! Yeah, I just, I feel like there is some event or thing, whether it actually happened or he got it in his head that it happened, when he was quite young, that drove a lot of this behavior. Yeah. It just, it seems like it, right? It's like you're putting together a puzzle that has no picture. But based on how much he kind of uh, seemed to want to distance himself from his family and his upbringing and his hometown and create an entire other early biography story for himself that left out any of the uncomfortable parts. Right. And eventually, you know, because he did have an alcohol abuse issue, I just feel like there had to have been something going on that we probably will never, ever know. Right. Or maybe not. Sometimes people just do things that aren't great. <laughs> um, so it's hard to, yeah. But I sure will watch Dracula a whole bunch of times this season because... yeah. It's beautiful, and I love it. I love it. And I will probably watch Freaks as well. Universal Horror all started with Dracula. Hopefully you, if you are listening, are about to embark on a fabulous weekend. Uh, And I hope that means time off, where you can watch your favorite films, whether those are films made by Todd Browning or someone else. Uh, If you don't have time off, we hope that everything you're having to do goes as smoothly as possible 
everyone is good to you and that you stay safe and healthy. Uh, We will be right back here tomorrow with a classic. And then we will see you again on Monday with all new content. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.